Our next guest, Kim, you're going to find this hard to believe. He has the audacity to think that technology stocks are overvalued. Now, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine where he's coming to getting his data from. But the NASDAQ is up 38 points, by the way, folks, at 5,030. We're joined by our good friend, Jeff Reeves from MarketWatch.com. Jeffrey, how are you? I'm good, Barry. How are you doing? So on what basis are you making your uh, statement that – technology stocks are overvalued. And I'm being very sarcastic. I agree with you entirely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to be clear, I don't think that necessarily all tech stocks are overvalued. I think there are some kind of large cap companies out there with proven business models that people can still find value in. Um, I happen to like Microsoft and Cisco is, is two right now. But by and large, I think a lot of these smaller companies, uh, the valuations are just kind of crazy right now. Um, and it's, hmm. you know, this isn't just me running my mouth. There are, are plenty of people who are much smarter than I am uh, about technology stocks, um, a one big venture capitalist, Bill Gurley, just told crowds in South by Southwest that you know he thinks we're going to see some dead unicorns this year, uh, and that nobody has any fear in Silicon Valley. Uh, Mark Andreessen's warned that uh, he thinks the burn rates remind him of a, the '90s. Mark Cuban thinks it reminds him of the 2000 bubble. So these are people who are like at the core of venture capital who are worried that um, a lot of these smaller companies, uh, investors are just way too, way too crazy. They think that, that technology stocks can only go up. And, you know, we've kind of seen this movie before, uh, and it doesn't always end that way. And so I think that investors have to be cautious, particularly with some of these smaller companies, high burn rates, recently IPO'd companies that don't have any profits. Um, you know, they, they may not be worth your money right now. All right. I'm just going to point out, Bill Gurley is an early investor in uh, Uber, Dropbox and Snapchat. So he's no dope, is he? Yeah, that's a, the, the interesting thing is that, like, you know, Uber uh, has a valuation that's been pegged at somewhere like $40 billion right now, which is great if you're an early investor, mm-hmm. right? But if somebody like Bill, right. who's in that, uh, that company, is worried that it's run up too much, or Snapchat, which Alibaba just bought into right. and it's valued at something like 15 or $17 billion now, if he's concerned about these investments where he's clearly going to make a lot of money, um, I think the rest mm. of us should should definitely be cautious because his cost basis is going to be a hell of a lot better than yours is, right? <laughs> what like on Snapchat? I, I'm still not even sure what the heck that is. Yeah, so um, the interesting thing is that people talk about Snapchat lately as it's a, it's a great thing that it's quote unquote post revenue. So if you think about this, this mm. company was valued at more than a billion dollars, and it's even having a revenue model. So now it's like a great thing that they've actually figured out how to make revenue. Like, forget about profits. They're only at the stage now where they can make revenue. And, um, you know, their COO just stepped down, uh, and, and they're in the middle of a mm-hmm. big transition. They have to figure out how to actually make money. But people don't seem to be concerned, right? I think it's the greater fool theory where um, as long as stocks keep going up, as long as these investments keep going up with, with, with bigger and bigger private placements, you know, the, the music's not going to stop because as long as you continue to pass that on to somebody else, you're fine. But as we've seen with some companies, like Box was a recently IPO'd kind of cloud storage data company. It's very sexy. Um, it IPO'd, and then it's just stepped off a cliff since its, uh, since its January public offering. It's down like 30% since then, because once you become a publicly traded company, you know, it's not just the S1s, but then you do your, your quarterly reports. Investors get to actually see the cockroaches behind the floorboards. And, you know, I think that yeah. some of the big concerns that investors should have with these recently IPO'd companies, the smaller tech stocks that aren't that profitable, is that, you know, mm-hmm. capital markets are, aren't necessarily as forgiving as small private placements in Silicon Valley where it's got a lot of sex appeal. So I think investors need to be very careful when they see these small companies. But sometimes, you know, it's great to have a big name in your portfolio, but, you know, some stability also matters. 
What do you think about Alibaba? Have you looked at that stock? Do you know it well? Yeah, I, so Alibaba is a little bit different because it, it is actually a proven business model, right? Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it does have potential. We, we can we can you know kind of debate whether or not it's fairly value going to go up from here. I, I'm a little concerned. There's a massive lockup um, that's uh, expiring in March, but there's also an even bigger one that's later in November when all these shares are going to become publicly tradable. You know, and we can debate the fundamentals of the stock the same way you can with Amazon. I don't think Alibaba is going to disappear. Uh, but I, again, I do think that there are valuation concerns because a lot of these corners of technology, um, I, I, I think people are, are a little bit, um, I, don't, I don't want to say overly optimistic because Alibaba may be a great company that survives and grows at a very impressive rate. But again, valuation does matter. Mm-hmm. You can't act like, like an earnings multiple is, is completely irrelevant. We can't act like profits don't have to be there eventually. We saw that with Amazon, right? It had a great run for many years. And then investors started to get yeah. more discerning and say, ah, I don't know how patient I'm going to be with, with Bezos anymore. I actually want to see a company turning a profit. So, um, you know, I, I don't pretend to believe um, the bubble is going to pop anytime soon. Um, but I think that the more that um, we see the drumbeat of news like this come out, companies with high cash burn, mm-hmm. increasing earning multiples for the entire market, not just technology, I, I think eventually people are going to get more selective. And I think that the smaller companies are going to get hit the worst. I don't think a company like Alibaba is going to get the worst of it. Companies like Box definitely mm-hmm. are. I remember it. I remember 1999, 2000, Jeff. It, was, it had a very similar feel to what you're describing. I know you're too young to remember those days, but uh, it, it, the, it feels very similar today to me, anyway, as it did back in 1999 and in February and March of 2000. So thank you for your time and thank you for your research. I'll make sure this gets posted on our Facebook page. Yeah, thanks for having me.